Hello, and welcome law firm owners to another episode of the Wildly Successful Law Firm Podcast. I'm your host, Nermeen Jasani, and before we get into the heart of today's episode, I just wanted to give you a few quick announcements. So number one, this is March, so that means everything that we're going to cover this month is going to be about marketing. Hey, law firm owners, this is Nermeen, law firm strategist and host of the Wildly Successful Law Firm Podcast. This podcast is for law firm owners who are tired of the same bad law firm advice that's outdated and doesn't apply to your small law firm. We'll discuss everything there is to know about your law firm, including your numbers, hiring, operations, especially how to think, act, and behave like a CEO, not just a lawyer who happens to own a business. I'm here to talk about strategy and not your feelings. So here we go. March is marketing month. I'm trying to go with the alliteration here to help it sort of uh, feel a little bit more digestible for your brain. And it's going to be everything about marketing, do's, don'ts, tips, all of that good stuff. Also, this month's giveaway, this month's guide to help you with social media and the marketing truths about social media is available in the link below. And the final note that I wanted to share with everyone is actually really exciting and it's taken me a little bit of time to come up with this decision. So officially now, the Wildly Successful Law Firm podcast is going to be a hybrid paid and free podcast. Here's what that means for you. The first episode every single month will be free. Every episode thereafter in that month is going to be behind a paywall on all of the major streaming apps and you can listen to it wherever you listen to it. The paid price is going to essentially be monthly the cost of a latte every month. That's it. I'm not, I did a little vote to my email newsletter list and I had people who said they would be okay with paying $20 for the podcast and other people who said that they would be okay with paying $5 for the podcast. So we're gonna start on the lower end and then we'll go from there. Uh, the episodes, the way that it breaks down is like this. If there are four episodes that I publish every single month, which I do for every single month, the first episode of that month will be free. Episodes two, three, and four are going to be paid. Now, I'm gonna tell you why I'm making this into a paid podcast for the other three episodes that I air every month. Number one, this is me showing you that I practice what I preach, right? I'm not a consultant who's gonna come up here and say, you know, do all these things for free, but then never do that in my own practice, right? So I'm doing this so that you can see that these episodes that I share are so meaty. I give so much information. This is not a fluff podcast. This was never going to be a fluff podcast. This is everything that I teach and this is everything that I practice and this is everything that I strategize and consult my clients on that I have for the last, how many ever months I've been doing this podcast series done for free. And that has been in line with my mission. So that's why I'm still keeping it as hybrid. The first episode every month will be free and then the ones thereafter 
will be the one that you can choose to pay for if you want to listen to. The second reason why I'm making this a paid podcast is because I've noticed that there's a lot of people who have been listening to this series. And when I go back and I ask them if they've implemented the things that I've mentioned in the podcast series, it's usually a, no, I haven't gotten around to it. Well, okay, did you go and download the free guide? Yes, I did, but I haven't gotten a chance to watch it or implement it or truly understand it. There's a psychology that happens when people get things for free, and that's that they have no skin in the game, right? There's no reason for them to do the thing because it was free. This is why consultants charge a lot more because it psychologically incentivizes their client to actually do the work and to do the things that us consultants need before we can do our job. So it's kind of a little bit like that, where I want you to realize, hey, you're paying $5 for these three episodes and this guide, you should go and download it, you should go and listen to it, don't just have it downloaded and then sitting in your podcast feed and then you never go and listen to it, right? Like I don't want you to do that. So why am I saying all of this? I'm not doing it to justify the price to you. I am really explaining because I feel like we've come a long way together as podcast audience and podcast host. And I want you to know why I do the, the things that I do as a business owner. This was a business decision, right? Like I am excited that this is a business decision that I'm making and I want you to use this as like examples for like the times that you feel like you're giving away all this free information, free consults, free guides, free workshops, whatever you're doing. We've somehow in the pandemic time become this world of free and I wanna turn that back around again, right? I want it to be a hybrid of you can choose free or you can choose paid and that's that feels right for me. And that's why we're doing it. Finally, for those of you who are grumbling, who are like, oh my God, Nermeen, I can't believe you're doing this to us. You're a terrible person. How dare you go paid the nerve. You said you wanted to you know, teach and this just doesn't seem right. How dare you charge us? No other podcast charges. I hear ya. And I think Maybe what people think is that this is my get rich quick scheme. <laughs> the reality is that, I'll be totally honest, this is not a podcast that's at the level of Joe Rogan or Tim Ferriss, right? Like, this is not that. So even if I charged you $5, I'm not going and buying a yacht. <laughs> Your $5 is literally getting me a latte. And think about all the times that you have sat with a professional, a CPA, a financial planner, where you've sat with them for a coffee in person and they give you all of this free strategic advice and you bought them a drink in exchange or you bought them a coffee in exchange. That's literally all this is. You're just giving me a cup of coffee in exchange for everything I'm sharing and I'll be completely honest, by the time Apple takes their 30% and Spotify takes their 30%, I'm not even left with a latte in some cities. In some cities, it's a uh, gas station coffee that I'm getting. Okay, so for those of you who are like, but Nermeen, why, what? Okay, I'm hoping that this helps you understand why 
as a business decision, I'm doing this. And finally, if you have questions, comments, if you want to address something with me personally, you're more than welcome to. I publicly disclose my email address. It is Nermeen at wrws.com. I'm on Instagram. I'm everywhere. Just go find me and let me know whatever is your but, what if, why, all of that, and we can address it in a separate conversation. But I think that this is enough information for you all to understand sort of what's going on in my head and why I decided to make this into a uh, hybrid free and paid podcast. So let's actually get into the meat of this episode now because it's a really exciting one. So it is marketing month, right? Congratulations, you've made it through the first two months of the year, which for some reason, I don't know why 2022 felt like a really crazy first two months and a lot has happened, I feel like in the last two months. But what I will tell you is marketing still seems to be the thing where a lot of attorneys get hung up. And interestingly, okay, I did a podcast, or not a podcast, I did a presentation with the Chicago Bar Association a few weeks ago. And in that presentation, I shared a, a visual flow of a law firm and I showed every attorney who was on that call the way law firm process flows. And from each process step, there are KPIs, key performance indicators that you can measure to essentially get the health of your practice, right? And when I shared this with them, most of them were like, oh my God, no one's ever taught us this. Nobody talks about this. This is outstanding. Thank you so much for sharing this. This is so important. It was phenomenal. And the reason I'm sharing that with you right now is most attorneys think that the only thing that matters in your law firm is marketing because that's what you think gets new clients. And the truth is, and I say this pretty openly, right? Marketing is not the stuff that you see. It's typically the stuff that you don't see that's happening behind the scenes. It's so easy with today's digital social media age to think, I need an Instagram, I need a TikTok, I need this, I need that, right? So I am going to cut the bullshit in this episode. I'm gonna give it to you straight. I'm gonna tell you what you need. I'm gonna tell you what you don't need. But listen, I cannot stop your FOMO, right? That is a mental thing that if you watched the last episode, you know, was all about, you know, your mindset, right? You wanna check your mindset because as a consultant, I'm going to tell you, do you even need social media, right? Like I'm gonna just be totally straight with you in this episode and in the coming episodes. And the reality is that, you know, there's a lot of people who benefit from you investing in social media. There's a lot of people who benefit from you investing in SEO. And I can't tell you without knowing who you are, what your practice area is, what your budget is, is are those marketing channels even going to be worthwhile for your practice? But here's what I am going to tell you in this episode specifically. I'm gonna tell you the three marketing rules that I give my fucking middle finger to, okay? And if you've got kids listening to this episode, maybe this is the episode that they don't listen to. Maybe this is just the one that you listen to on your own because I am so tired of so-called marketing gurus who are trying to sell you very successful, 
hardworking individuals on some silver bullet that's going to help their law firm make more money. Let me be clear, right? In my, my non-Obama voice, right? Now, let me be very clear. I've never, ever, ever, ever met or come across any form of, of marketing strategy that is the one trick solution, the one pony for every kind of law firm. That does not exist. And I'm telling you right now that if you are being sold to by someone who's like, you must have this, every single law firm must have this, there is nothing out there from a marketing perspective that every single law firm needs to have. The 100% rule does not apply here. The 99% rule does not apply. The 97% rule does not apply. Every single law firm, every single law firm owner is going to be different when it comes to its marketing strategy. So I'm gonna tell you the three rules that I hear all the time in the podcast space, in the YouTube space, in the coaching consulting space, right? That I literally have decided this is not right for me and fuck that rule because it's not right for me. All right, rule number one that I give my middle finger to all day, every day, anything that is a fucking trend, okay? It is a trend by default, okay? That is literally what it is. It's a trend. It is not an actual strategy that you can build long-term growth around. It is a trend, okay? So let me be specific. Reels, right? Reels are a huge trend right now. Being on TikTok is a huge trend right now. I will tell you, I don't do either of those things, okay? At this moment, I have not published a reel or gone on TikTok. I don't even have a TikTok account. Maybe my team created it and I don't know about it, but I don't know of it. I don't have it on my phone. I don't know how to search for things in TikTok. Like TikTok is just not where I hang out. And the really important thing to understand with trends is that they're playing on your FOMO more than anything else. You're starting to see people doing it. You assume that because they have views, that views is dollars in their bank account or phone calls or leads, what the people who are posting this stuff don't show you is their ROI. They're not showing you how many people call them because they saw some TikTok about them, because they saw some something or the other about them on the internet, right? Or in this trendy thing. You don't have that data. All you have is the number of likes, the number of views, and you are as the viewer then thinking, oh, this is something I need to do because clearly it worked for this person but they're not actually sharing with you all of the details. So anything that's a trend, I, I'm totally not going to do. I will tell you that I have YouTube, I have a podcast, and I came to these two things fairly late, right, late. But that doesn't mean that I don't have something to contribute in this space. A lot of people in this space are acting on your FOMO and they're acting on the fact that you want to get in, you want to get in early, you want to get in on the ground floor, like 
sort of what you know iBankers say when they're trying to pre-sell a stock, right? When they're doing their their you know dog and pony show, they are literally using the words, hey, you know what? Get in now. This is the price right now. Once we go to market, it's going to be much higher, and you're going to have to pay eighty dollars a share. But right now, I'm giving it to you for thirty. And so that's the psychology that they're playing on here. And that is essentially how the trends work. And that is not what I'm about. I will tell you that if there is a way that I can get my videos that I'm creating here, if I can find a way to get my podcast audio to, to look like a reel or to be on TikTok, I'll use that, but it's essentially repurposed content. I'm not gonna do anything new. I'm gonna take what's already existing and then repurpose it to experiment to see if it works. But that's only because I started with these fundamental things that have been around for much longer, right? I think podcasts are essentially the new radio and radio's been around for decades, the form of auditory engagement, I think is gonna continue to be around for decades because it was around for how many years before us, right? And before, you know, podcasts came on, it's really just a radio and the channel that you choose to listen to. YouTube has been around for decades at this point the way that i see youtube playing into my marketing strategy is that it lives on forever once i post that video it's there forever people can go to youtube they can search on google something around law firm growth law firm profitability and they might see a video from me and that for me is worthwhile that's why i invested in that channel what i'm trying to get you to understand here is that trends or something that I give my middle finger to that I stay away from because I look for stuff that's more fundamental that's been around for much longer. And I go to those platforms first before I'm going to try out something new that I don't think is necessarily even a place I hang out personally, right? And I just wanna quickly remind you all, you know, I took a month off from Instagram because I didn't know if I even wanted to show up on Instagram. And I really had to think about how I wanted to use that channel. And I decided that, you know what, I'm gonna be here, I'm gonna show up for the people who are on Instagram and whatever content I create on, on the YouTube and the podcast is essentially repurposed for Instagram purposes, right? And there's not much extra work on my part, but it does feel in line with part of my mission, my purpose, my whatever fill in the blank word that you want to use in terms of just being able to provide free support and just actual like fundamental legal law firm growth advice and not like anything that's a hack or like a quick fix or anything like that. Okay, so let's go to the second marketing rule that I give my middle finger to. Uh, the second marketing rule that I give my middle finger to is social proof slash testimonials. If you look everywhere, any website you go to, Sephora, um, Walmart, Target, Apple, any um, restaurant that you're searching for, any anything, there's tons of social proof, right? Like there's a lot of reviews. And if you look on my website, I have three. I don't name the person, it's a fake name. I changed the practice area, right? 
but I generally try to share this was what they said and try to keep that in quotes. But that's the only place that I've shared that. I haven't shared like testimonials or anything that my clients have said about me to anyone. And there's a reason why. I'm a private person, believe it or not. If you look on my social channels, I don't share a ton about my personal life. Even in this podcast, I don't share a ton about who I am and what I do or anything that's super personal to me. And so because I am a private person, I'm not gonna share my clients private information for other people to see. I am not going to tell you that I worked with attorney Smith who made a million dollars in the first year of working with me. Like that feels so gimmicky and fake. And like, I'm just psychologically messing with you as someone who might potentially be interested in working with me. It doesn't feel right for me to share what I think is private information. And I will tell you that it is something that is very important to me and that's protecting my client's privacy. I will never say I worked with attorney blah, blah. I will never name names. I will, I will never say this is what I, these are the results I got for this person. I will never ask someone to throw up a video and share about how amazing I am. I don't need to do that to get clients. I don't need to do that to get leads and I don't need to do that to, to make money in my practice and in my business, right? That is something that I decided very early on I was gonna give the middle finger to. And I've actually had a lot of your website developers, your copywriters, like just people in general who are in this online space say, Nermeen, you don't have social proof. You gotta kill it with social proof. You gotta show testimonials. You gotta show reviews. You gotta show screenshots. And I just say, you know what? Fuck you, I'm not doing any of that. I am not going to share my client's information. That's just not how I'm gonna do things. And you know, there are in-between solutions to this. Block out their name, block out their face, change their, change their name, yada, yada, yada. Honestly, I'm not about that. If you want to work with me, it's more than likely because someone else has referred you to me. That is the ultimate social proof. That is the ultimate testimonial. I do not need to have three pages of, of testimonials from the clients that I've worked with, right? Like, that's just not necessary. And I would never ask my clients to leave a review. I would never ask them to do a video to talk about how great my program was or how much it helped them. Um, that's just not my style. And again, it's all in line with wanting to protect my client's privacy because I'm a private person. So that's just a couple of things that I wanted to share there on why I don't share anything on social proof. Now, please know that just because I do this doesn't mean that you should do this or that you shouldn't do this. I'm just giving you my strategy behind it. And I feel like any attorneys who are listening to this, who wanna work with me, who have ever been nervous about working with me, find so much reassurance knowing that they're not gonna be a bubble on my website. So-and-so worked with me and it changed their life. They closed a million dollar deal the next day. I mean, nobody wants to disclose that they needed help. So I'm certainly not going to blast your information or even ask you for that. Okay, that's, that's number two. Let's get to number three. So the third rule that I give my middle finger to when it comes to marketing 
is the rule around wanting to advertise everything you do. Look, there are those attorney websites that I go to and I giggle to myself because I'm like, okay, so you're a solo law firm owner or a small firm owner, but you do everything. You do personal injury, you do criminal, you do estate planning and immigration. Like, whoa, what? Like. So you do, you do everything. You, you are an expert in all of those areas of law and you do all of them at like master level efficiency. Nah, that doesn't seem right, right? Okay, so I don't personally advertise everything that I do. I don't even personally advertise all of the ways that I work with my clients. I will tell you that there's what you see on the public front, right, which is CEO Academy, my 60 minute session, you see the day of Voxer, you see that, you know, I do quarterly intensives with clients, but there's a whole bunch of stuff that I do that I don't even publicly advertise or tell people that I do because I don't need to, right? Like I have this whole list of services that I offer. I only publicly display about three or four of them. And the reason that I don't share all of it is because it's overwhelming. It's too much information and it doesn't allow people to focus on the things that I truly want them to focus on. If you don't have time to work with me for 12 months and you're nervous to spend 90 days with me, then we start small. We start it with an hour. And that hour is going to very quickly tell you if we are going to be able to work together in a long-term environment or not. I've structured it this way intentionally, right? If you decide that you want to work with me, but the 90-day format is not something that you can afford and that you want to learn more than you want to more than you want me to do something for you, then that's the CEO Academy, right? That's where I can guide you to. But if you come to me and you say, you know what, I'm super private, I don't wanna be in a group, I also need more than a one-to-one -one session, then we go into a 90-day session, right? And we have things that we resolve in 90 days, and we do this on a one-to-one -one private basis. So those are the things that I publicly disclose, but I also do like 15 other things that I don't even publicly disclose because all of that business just comes to me and I don't have to advertise every fucking little thing that I do. Look, you're all law firm owners, right? And on this podcast, I talk about the work that I do with law firm owners, but what you don't know that I do is that I actually have a couple masterminds for women of color attorneys who are in big law and who are in corporate positions, in-house counsel, right? But you had no idea that I do that. You don't really see it openly displayed on my website. You really have to kind of dig through my website to find that. Secondly, I work with doctors and dentists regularly. They have been on my portfolio of clients for years, and I don't openly advertise that, right? Like my LinkedIn is dedicated solely to law firm owners. That's where I spend most of my energy. The doctor stuff and the dentist stuff, I don't even openly advertise that because it just comes to me. I have enough connections with financial planners and bankers that when they have a doctor who needs their help, they just reach out to me and put me in touch with the doctor and that's like a 90% close rate. I don't need to seek that workout. I don't need to create 
an entire Instagram page for them. I, I don't need to do any of that. So I will tell you that if most marketing companies came and looked at me, they'd be like, oh, you should, you should have a whole marketing strategy for the, for the doctors and the dentists and a whole separate strategy for the lawyers. You know what, middle finger. Like, I don't need any of that. It is something I do not wanna take on and it's just not where I see my business going and where I see my time being spent best. My time is spent best in this space the way that this is all formatted, right? Does that mean I may not evaluate it again in the future? No, it means that right now this is what it is and I pretty much give the middle finger to wanting to advertise about everything that I do. What I do is a lot and I work with a lot of different kinds of businesses in different capacities, but I don't share that because I don't need to, right? And it's really beautiful when you've gotten to a place in your business where you don't need to. But that's the opposite of what most marketing companies are gonna tell you. They're gonna tell you, it's more of a spaghetti, throw it against the wall, see what sticks. They wanna try everything to see what's going to stick. What is the marketplace going to respond to? It's not my approach, not with my business. And I don't care who the marketing person is, I don't care what they do, I am, not on board with what most marketing companies say when it comes to how I do things strategically. All right, that's everything for this episode. Again, if you wanna talk about this becoming a paid podcast, I'm here for you. If you want to download this month's free guide, you definitely should go and download this month's free guide. It's available for you for free this month. Next month, it will be paid going forward. So while you can, you should go ahead and download it. And the third and final thing I will leave you with here is I'm happy to help you, to help you as you grow your business and as you are trying to figure it out. The biggest mistake I had when I had my law firm was I did it on my own because I didn't know who to even ask for, for help. Don't be afraid to raise your hand and ask for help. I posted this on socials a few days ago, but you spent three years and over $100,000 to go to law school. It's okay for you to spend 60 minutes with me to figure out what you should be charging for your services. Okay, that's everything for this episode. Thank you so much for listening in. I will be back next week. And if there's anything in the meantime, I'm here for you. Thanks for listening in lawyers. Bye. Hey, law firm owners. Thanks so much for listening in to another episode of the Wildly Successful Law Firm Podcast. I so appreciate your support and being here. Please, please, please take two seconds to subscribe to the podcast or to leave a review. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter because I do send a lot of specials and offers and just cool things by email once every week. The link to sign up is below. Thank you so much again for supporting me. I am here to help you grow your wildly successful law firm. Thank you.